Well, today is another day, and we have an opportunity to study God's Word together, and I'm glad you're with me. And we're talking about the attributes of God. We're talking about some of those qualities that make God God, some of the things that He is in His very being, in His very nature, in His very person, His, His faithfulness, His steadfastness. Today, I want to talk about one of the things that most characterizes Him, and that's His presence. You see, the presence of Jesus makes a difference. His presence changes people, it changes things, it changes circumstances, and everything that goes on is better with his presence. In his early earthly ministry, Jesus' presence in in the city of Capernaum made a real difference. Um, In the picture that I want you to see in our scripture today, we see him making a difference. You see, today he's not physically present, but he, through his Holy Spirit, he is present. And we need to recognize his presence and acknowledge his presence and believe his presence. So you may think, well, I don't feel like God's always with me. He's always present. But he promised to be with you, never to leave you, never to forsake you. Let's notice in uh, Mark chapter 1, beginning at verse 21, some, some things that are said about his presence. Mark 1, 21. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to preach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who has authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were also amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching and with authority? He even gave orders to the impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region. Then in chapter 2, that, that's a picture of Jesus at the, at the synagogue, at the church. In chapter 2, uh, verse 1, the Bible says, A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. And then in verse 12, the scripture says, He got up, took his mat, walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We've never seen anything like this. There's three different pictures there. First, I want want you to notice Jesus' presence with the church and the difference it makes when Jesus is present in his church. Jesus was in the synagogue and on the Sabbath, and he went to worship because Jesus... Even though the synagogue was imperfect, it was where people met to worship God, and he felt we should be there. No church is perfect. I've heard people say, well, I don't like this about the church. I don't like that about church. every church I've been in. Well, churches aren't perfect. They're made up of people. So if you would leave, it would be better. If I would leave, it would be better because one imperfect person wouldn't be there. But seriously, God wants imperfect persons there because that's the whole point of the church. It's for imperfect people to get together to become more like Christ. And if we're always looking for something to find wrong, we never grow because we're so busy picking picking at the flaws of others and the church that we miss God himself. But if we are open, then he begins to change us. And when Jesus was present that day in that synagogue, his presence made such a tremendous difference. He encountered a man who was totally controlled by the devil, and he ordered the evil spirit within that man out, and the spirit came out, and the man was made whole and made right with God. And the people were all amazed, and they said, is this some new kind of authority 
that he has power like this, that he has authority like this, what they had not seen before. See, before the synagogue had been dead and lifeless because the people were just going through the motions. And we can do that in church today. We can go through the motions. We can sing songs, pray prayers, hear messages, and do all kinds of things. But if we come with an attitude of this is a place where God is present, Jesus Christ is here through his Holy Spirit, I want to meet with him. I want to come into contact with him. I want to experience him. Then we can do that every time we come. Sometimes I catch myself in a worship service not paying attention to why I'm there, and I, I ask God's forgiveness, and I focus again on why I'm there to meet him. I'm not there just to hear the preacher preach or the music being sung and played. I'm there to meet God. I'm there to talk to him. I'm there, and that's why he says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I with them. And now he's with us individually, of course, but he's emphasizing there's something amazingly powerful when a group of people get together with one purpose, and that's to, to meet me. That's to encounter me. But you think most people come to church, they don't really think about that. Uh, they don't think, oh, that was good music, or oh, I like that sermon, or so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so. But they don't see the purpose every time as they come. My purpose is that God is there, and I want to meet him. I want to come into a relationship with him that's deeper and better than anything I've ever been in before. Uh, a pastor went to see an elderly lady in his church. He was a new pastor. This was his first church. He was long. And the lady was really ill, and she lived alone, and it was a difficult life for her. And he shared some scripture with her, and he shared with her this passage, the promise that where two or three are gathered together, he said, in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Isn't that a wonderful promise, he said to the woman. She said, young man, that's not a promise. That's a certainty. You know, she's right. It is a promise, of course, but it's more than that. It's a certainty. He said, if you're gathered in my name, if you're there to meet me, I will be there. You see, before you evaluate the church, evaluate yourself. Before you see something wrong with the church, see something, check to make sure there's not anything wrong with you because the church is imperfect. But as you and I come to worship, we, we, we miss that. We don't look at that. We, we move on from that. And we do not allow anything, anybody, or any circumstance to keep us from worshiping him. But Jesus was also present in the city of Capernaum. Mark 2, 1 says a few days later when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the, par the people heard that he had come home. You see, in physical presence, he was in Capernaum. But in spiritual presence, he's with us in our city of Houston, in our city of this area. Jesus worked. The crowds worked to try to get through to Jesus to see him. And whatever you think about what's going on with all the trouble and the tragedy that Houston's had with the storms and the floods and all the other things, Jesus is here, ready to meet us. Amy Carmichael was a, was a missionary in South India. She devoted her life to rescuing little girls who had been uh, raised to be temple prostitutes. And, and one day in her city, <clears throat> a group of workers had come to take care of the orphans, and, and they had been praying for a new visitation of God's Spirit on India. And as they came together, they sensed a powerful, amazing presence of God. Now, God had already been with them. He was already there. But as they prayed and sought Him, His presence was powerfully manifested. And that's what He wants to do in our city, manifest His power. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. Hope you have a great day.